WBNE. Howdy, Oaks, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And today's Monday. And this is Bacon and Eggs. So train the Raiders to raid. And threaten the mayor. Because today we're bringing you... The Book of Boba Fett. Episode 2 of The Book of Boba Fett. What is this energy you're bringing here? On January 5th, 2022. It's called The Tribes of Tatooine. It is directed by Steph Like Curry, Green Like the Color, Steph Green. And currently has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know. I just thought maybe like it's kind of an intense show. It's it's, but it's also a little lighter. So I thought maybe I'd do like a. Yeah, but you also you just said it like a robot that hates my guts. Like, it got a one hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's a critic score. We don't do audience scores for this stuff because you know why? Audiences listen. <laughs> if I were to say invest in something in the TV or in the in the uh, review space. I think there is an untapped market. Listen, I'm getting businessy on you. Untapped market for television episode reviews. As like a, just like a regular person? As like a medium just altogether. Joe, Joe Schmo? I think like, I think the capacity for one person to rise to the top of that world is so up for the grabs. Up oh, like. Oh. You, you me, old Joseph Schmo over there. If we literally, all we had to do was sit down and, and like write out these episodes, like not the, not the part where you wave what looks like <laughs> Afro pics in front of the microphone. Those are not Afro pics. Oh, when they were flapping them, they looked like Afro pics. Yeah, I still see it. Not where you're waving gels like a Polaroid picture. You know, actually, you're not supposed to shake a Polaroid. Listen, Ethan, I get it. You're a photographer. You went to the Peter McKinnon School of Film. I didn't say a word. <laughs> this is uh, one of my least favorite games that you play. It's like... What? <laughs> assume that I'm going to say something that I'm not, and then get mad at me for it. <laughs> but anyway. Let's talk about Star Wars. This talk... Los St- El Guar- Star Wars. I get Guars. the feeling that you're not jazzed on this episode. No, I thought it was freaking awesome. I will say, <laughs> here's where I'm at. Well, forgive forgive <laughs> me for not immediately assuming that based on your introduction of the episode. Episode one, I was more interested in what we're calling present day Boba Fett's dealings. Episode two, I could not give two craps about the two huts. But that Tuscan Raider scene. Yeah, that was cool. That was awesome. That was And the two huts thing Rito. was kind of like, oh, they did it. There's there, more huts. There's more huts. There's a dark Chewbacca. There's like the dark Chewbacca dude. There's, I don't know, man. What's going to happen? Uh, I'm assuming he's going to kill the huts. Yeah. But he has what- to ask permission. From who I don't know. Maybe Django's still alive. No, that would be a weird position for Django to hold. Still alive? Not still alive, but like in charge of the huts. But think about this, Ethan. When Bo I've this has been a complaint I've had about Attack of the Clones since I first saw it in two thousand two. When Boba holds up Django's helmet, his head doesn't fall out. Yeah. 
Yeah. That means that his head is just floating around out there somewhere. Yeah. It'd be tough to tell that it's him, though, because all the clones looked like him, too. That's true. They did indeed. Um, Here's the thing. They want. They really want you to care about that scene, though. Which scene? The the scene where where Boba holds up Jango's helmet. They really want you to care about that scene. Yeah, they keep coming back to it. They they are, I think, going to keep coming back to it. Do you think we're gonna get that kid as an actor again as a child? Um, no. That they filmed it back in two thousand one. Yeah, I was gonna say he is certainly like thirty, <laughs> like thirty at least. Yeah, like an adult. He's older than us, guaranteed. You think they've been holding on to that footage this whole time? No. No. I think if there's anything George Lucas was holding on to, it would have gotten made already. Ooh, I don't know about that. You think Lucas Sando? You think he was holding on to something? Or no? No, no I you don't. Think it's, That's what I'm saying. You think yeah. it's all out there? Every yeah. little piece of it. Tell yep. me what you thought of this episode, Ethan. We've got a very cool scene where a man makes a, a lightsaber gaffy stick. That is true. Yeah. We've got a very cool train robbery. Yeah. Oh, there's trains big, in this one. I was a one. big fan of the train robbery. Um, when you, I So you like train robberies? That seems like it is inherently anti-Ethan. Why? Because I feel like they defaced a train. I mean, that's fine. And not in like a graffiti way, in like a... I'm 100% in favor of defacing trains with graffiti. Yeah, that's always cool. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, no, I mean, like, look, I, you and I had the same uh, high or middle school education. We, You and I both played The Great Locomotive Chase by Robert E.B. Smith. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, like, that's all I'm saying. It's like that that made train robberies cool. That and Bush Cassidy. And Red Dead Redemption 2. This is what the flutes do. This is what the flutes do. Ready? I'm going to demonstrate with a pen. And it goes like... Yeah. You think I'm going to do the lip? Is that that one? No, that's Vesuvius. Oh, is it? I believe so. That's that's uh Blue Rondo Alatark. No. Yeah, Blue Rondo Alatark. Yeah. Yeah. That's one man that when it shows up in in media, I'm always like Blue Rondo Alatark nailed it. Right there. Nailed it. 58. It's we're listening to 58 right it. now, guys. Isn't that crazy? What I hate is uh, uh take 5 by Dave Brubeck is not in 5 TikTok. It literally doesn't like, matter. Take five means take a five minute break. Yeah. We take five on this show all the time. Hey, take five. I'm gonna go pee. Yeah, and then and then take five by the Dave Brubeck, Dave Brubeck band, quartet, quartet. Sure. By the Dave, take five by the Ben Folds Five, please. Do you ever think about uh, Dave Brubeck constantly? The girl from Ipanema. Um. Every time I'm in an elevator. Mostly because of the Adventure Zone, though. You know, we used to play that on this show when there was a, hey, take five, I gotta go pee. Yeah. Then I just stopped doing that. 
Yeah. Anyway, Star Wars. Um, I liked this episode a lot. I, I didn't. I don't think I liked it as much as the first one, um, and I still don't think I like it as much as the Mandalorian. It keeps. But I do enjoy me... it. Yeah. But I like it. It is not filling the same void in my life as Hawkeye did. If that makes sense. That's like an I think that Hawkeye comparison. is doing a low stakes show, a low stakes fandom show, better than this is. I think that's because Jabba to me seems like a pretty big villain. Yeah, he was a big deal in the whole thing. Like he shows up in the Phantom Menace, and then he like has Solo in Carbonite. And we have to, like, bargain with the droids. And so, like, I guess Kingpin is also a pretty big villain. But in the grand scheme, like, Kingpin's the villain of, like, all of Daredevil's show, right? Yeah. But in the grand scheme of, like, the MCU, what's going on in Hell's Kitchen has always been a pretty small plot. Right. You know? But also in the grand scheme of... And listen, if somebody told me that Tatooine was called Hell's Kitchen, I would be like, that actually makes sense. Go ahead, sorry. Um, No, just, just thinking about New York and how New York is a better character than Tatooine. They're doing work to make Tatooine a character. They are, they are. They're really doing work to sell you on the... On the um, not the humanization, but like the personization of the Tuscans, because they're not human, right? Like, they aren't human. Right. It's like humanization is always kind of a weird word when like you're talking about pe- people that aren't human. Yeah, but, but I mean, it goes back to the like, is Chewbacca a person thing? Chewbacca is a person. Chewbacca is not a human. Right. I think that is the thing that gets lost too often in in these kind of debates. Is people be like, you'd be like, oh, so and so isn't human. They're like, what? You mean he's not a person? I'm like, no, humans a species. Person is a concept. Yeah. Um But like here's my thing, okay? If we're going to retcon that the Tuscan Raiders are like a pretty chill, cool people that just really want their land back, why do they got to sound like that? Why can't they just be like, "So like all the Tuscan Raiders talk like this." Like that would be better than I just don't have an issue with it. It's so it just makes me gag, dude. Like listening to them. I don't know. I I've guess always the, hated the noises they make. Like, ever since I was a kid, they were scary as a kid. Right, Man, and can, now we're not trying to make them scary anymore. No, I like, think I would, they are still supposed to be scary. I think Din and Boba. I think it was a cool trick to make Din, like cooperate with the Tuscan Raiders. Right, like that was like a oh wow yeah he can they're bounty hunters but what really makes them such good bounty hunters is that they like you know they get in there and they kind of make connections yeah uh but it, you think it's that they're these badass killers but now they're doing the exact same trick with Boba and it's like I already did this with the Tuscan Raiders yeah but like what were they gonna do invent a new native species of Tatooine. Set it somewhere else. Boba Fett tames the Porgs. The Porgs are pretty tame. There was a species on that planet other than the Porgs. There would be that would be a much more interesting, not more interesting. That would be a much, uh, it'd be a different show for sure 
if Boba Fett was just like what if like listen, Boba Fett hung out where Luke Skywalker listen, was hiding yeah listen you little birds <laughs> you and I we're gonna have an agreement here I run this place I'm in charge like, here I will rule with respect with respect yeah and the portal like, coke LMP burger rings respect Boba being anti-spice was an interesting uh, interesting plot hole. Or plot, not plot hole. Plot device to throw in there. It's got to be a Django thing. It's got to be a Django thing, right? It got, like, we're going to have to figure out more about that. Yeah, because like, you got to wonder, why? Did, I think, why did Django end up on Kamino agreeing to work with the cloners? Will end up being a more interesting story than what did Boba Fett do after he gets out of the Sarlacc pit? Maybe. I'm finding what Boba did after he gets out of the Starlight Pit pretty interesting, honestly. So am I. I really am enjoying learning. Because, like, I, it's it's very cool that we're getting a piece of this show that's almost entirely not dialogue-driven. I would agree with that. You talk about the like, Tuscan Raider portion? Yeah, yeah, the whole flashback scenes. Yeah. And, like, they're learning each other's languages, which I've always found the thing in Star Wars Wild where, like, where the whole, like, both groups learn to understand but not speak what like because like han understands chewy and chewy understands han yes but like han doesn't speak wookie i've always thought of that and as chewbacca like a, doesn't speak common. i always thought of that as like a vocal cord thing like i mean i'm humans, sure it is but like yeah i just it is always wild to me that like even when you know, because a lot of because he just talks to the huts, right? And like they can, they can say solo. They make words. The huts make words. Yeah, it's not Tolkien level, right? It's not like a real language. No, sure, but like it seems like if they can understand the English, they would just. It would honestly be easier on everybody if they were just like, listen, Boba Fett. Instead of being like, <laughs> we have been on Nalhuta. Uh, yeah, I, I do. I, I do. I am definitely interested in the um, in the flashback scene more in this episode. But I, I am enjoying also seeing Boba and how he's gonna rule. Right? How he's gonna be different. And I think it colors really well. Like, we don't know a lot about how Jabba ruled, right? Like, well, we know he did. Well, you put Leia in a metal bikini. And that wasn't the first woman he did that with. No, but that's also, that's a pretty decent indication, right? But like, we, like, this is the first time we've seen, like, the politics of the underground. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think that's interesting and, and, and how that's going to play out as it, you know, as it goes on, like we'll get an idea of what it was really like when Jabba was in charge and what it was like when Anakin was a slave and yeah. how big of a deal it was that like Anakin's mom was bought out of slavery and, and married to Owen Lars. Like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see how it all shakes out. Uncle Owen. What about that one? <laughs> um, I love Star Wars, man. Those movies, I don't know if you've seen them, man. They are freaking 
What movies? Star Wars. There's movies? Yeah. Oh, man. 11 of them bad boys. Oh. Wait, what? 11? Oh, yeah. Right. Forgot about the the stories. The stories, yeah. <sighs> Which I, I, am, I am okay if they just, like, don't make more of those. Not that I didn't like Solo and Rogue One, but just, like, <coughs> I'm much preferring the... the streaming series format i don't know i uh they've both grown on me i still need to rewatch solo but the very concept of solo i think for me like when i first came out of the theater i was like mm, yep i'm going to be somebody who liked this and other people will not have liked this and then i kind of let it wane a little bit but now i still haven't rewatched it now i'm coming back up you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I am. I am te- still terrified to rewatch it. Right? right. Like, what if it's so many so people bad. didn't like it? Ugh. I, I haven't. Re- I haven't seen Rise of Skywalker either. I've watched at least part of it, and I remember enjoying it. <sighs> yeah. yeah, it's no Force Awakens though. No, no Last Jedi either. That's true. You didn't like The Last Jedi. You've been hanging out at that office of yours. No, I did like The Last Jedi, but I have never claimed that I liked it as much as The Force Awakens. That office of yours where where they they hate The Last Jedi. I bet Rylesworth is a Ryan Johnson fan. Oh, definitely. Definitely. We don't like Tom Hanks. Your brother made a pretty compelling video about three simple ways to fix the Star Wars sequels. That I really enjoyed. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um. But uh, you know, I like this show better more than both of them. More than both of my brothers. Yeah. You like this show more than you like my brothers. No. Oh. <laughs> I like this show more than they like this show. Oh, I'm not surprised that they're not jazzed about it. I think you know. I think part of theory culture really thrives on new content not coming out, right? Yeah. Like, it is always better in the ethereal. I see what you did there. What do you mean? The ethereal. I don't see what I did there. Like, ethereal has the word theory in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I Yeah, I think that's probably how it shakes out. BRB making a theory YouTube channel called Ethereal. It's not bad, but I don't think it'll do well for SEO. No, because Ethereal is not a word. That that would probably violate a non-compete clause that I didn't know I signed either. Nah, I bet you're fine. If I was like, "What's up? I'm Ethan Edgehill. I make Star Wars and Marvel and Harry Potter theories." I mean, to be fair, we do upload YouTube videos where we do spout theories on this show. That's true. Granted, like, there would don't... be no way for me to like be in that office and also come up with my own ideas. Like, they're oh, entirely yeah, no. original. You'd have to quit first. Yeah. That's what I meant. Oh, yeah. If I started Ethereal tomorrow. Ethereal. No, that's worse. Ethan TikTok. So I worked. I watched. No, I worked. I watched this episode. Here's the thing: is I have already mostly forgotten what happened in this episode, and I watched it 
45 minutes ago. Yeah. Put yourself in my shoes. I watched it like two days ago. Well, that was your choice. No, it wasn't actually. I got home from the grocery store and my father-in-law was like, this was wild to me. He goes, what's this Boba Fett show? What do you mean Boba Fett? I mean, I know what you're talking about, but why would you read it that way? Boba um, Fett. Because Bob is spelled B-O-B. Okay. Followed by a vowel makes it Boba. Eh. If it was B-O-B-E, it'd be Bob. If it was B-O-B-I, it wouldn't be Bobby. It'd be Bobby. I'm sure somebody spells their name B-O-B-I and goes by Bobby. B-O-B-U? That's Bobu. Bobu! Which, honestly, I'm surprised there hasn't been a Bobu introduced in this show just yet. Boo foot. Boo foot. Um tell Boba. me tell me about this episode. Tell me what you loved. Tell me what you didn't love. Tell me what Here's you think is going to happen next. Here's my theory. Ethan. And rank yeah. it on a list among all other Star Wars properties including each individual episode of The Mandalorian and each individual episode of The Clone Wars and The Bad Batch. Um, I mean, it ranks above every episode of Bad Batch and Clone Wars. It ranks below every episode of The Mandalorian. Uh, so that was pretty easy. Um, yeah, but then you got seven, you got 11 movies you should throw in there. Uh, it ranks below the other episode of Book of Boba Fett. Those all rank above episodes one and two. And three. Yeah, um... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the problem with the Book of Boba Fett, right? That one scene we got in the last episode was better than all of Return of the Jedi. Which one scene? The one where he sticks his hand out of the sand. Oh, that was good. It was better than all of Return of the Jedi. That actually happens in Return of the Jedi. They, like, pan down from the Sarlacc pit, and R2-D2 pops out a foot. Does he? Yeah. I haven't seen Return of the Jedi in a long time. Yeah, and then they pick him up with like a magnet. Hmm. You should watch Return of the Jedi. You might like it. I mean, it's fine. It's a fine movie. You should watch all the Star Wars. You, I mean, like the movies. I've seen them. No, you should do it again. Okay. Yeah, report back. <laughs> yeah, by the time we next speak, I'll have watched all the Star Wars Tomorrow. Movies. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. We, we yeah. record... On Don't Look Up, you will have watched all of Star Wars. Nope, I won't have. I also need you to watch all of Emily in Paris. Got it. Can do. At least season one. Um... Anyway, tell tell me what you loved about this episode. Tell me what you didn't love. Um, I really, I did love the train thing. I what I loved more than anything is the humanization of the or the, the personization of the Tuscans. The yeah, training them, the caring for them. The I mean, Timur Morrison, like again, is not a great actor, but is doing. I think is really showing how good he could be. Yeah, absolutely. In this show absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, it, it cannot be easy to get out there and act, especially the combat stuff and then all the nonverbal stuff. Right. It's got to be harder to direct. In this, in this character that, like, right, you, you've played this dude 
in as a voice, but like now you gotta like be this dude. No, he. So I got that wrong. He wasn't the voice for the Clone he wasn't? Wars. No. So he hasn't played this character since. I mean, obviously he was in, in Mandalorian. So he was Jango. Prior to that, yeah. And then he was Jango. Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know that either. I I said it in an episode. And somebody made a YouTube comment that. Uh, I mean, I I think a lot of people think that. <laughs> that he was the voice of all the yeah. clones. Yeah. Uh, and maybe I'm wrong again, but I'm not going to look it up. That's that seems like work. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <sighs> excuse me. But yeah, so here's my theory. Here's my theory that I'm going to spout to you right now. Okay. Uh, past Boba and current quote unquote Boba, two different people. He's been cloned again. Yeah, I don't think that's true. Boba Fett squared. Nope. Can't see that happening. Yeah. I mean, that would be a wild conclusion to this show if, like, you know, at the end of it, like, Boba is, you know, fights off the hunts and gets, gets Mos Espa back and then other Boba walks into town just like, where's my armor? Where's my armor? I can't, where's the marshal? That would be, that would be a wild conclusion to this show. Yeah, I did. so I will be surprised. I mean, I don't think that's what's actually happening here, but I do think no. that there will be some sort of discussion about Camino and the cloners, and the Dart, and and I yeah, think I mean, it's it going to have to come back, again. right? Like, right? They're not going to keep showing those scenes, and then not take us back there, right? And then not take us back there. Um, I also think that there's because like at some such point a, he's got to get the ship back, right? Like, Slave One. Yeah, yeah. So he's got to go to wherever the ship was left at. I think there's such a cool it's slave narrative. Two, I believe. Django had slave one, right? Yeah. It's the same ship. Yeah. It's called Slave Two. Oh. I think there's such an interesting narrative in Boba's character that he was this child born on this rain planet where it's constantly storming, and now he's on Tatooine. Now he lives in the desert. Raiding moisture farmers. I just think there's something and he was like a farm creation. Like he was, he was created, you know. He and was created, and he was moist. And there's an interesting parallel between Boba and Anakin, in that Anakin has no father, and Boba has no mother. I think that's an interesting. Uh, Boba Fett becomes Darth Vader too, or becomes becomes Mon Mothma. Who? Mon Mothma. Who is that? She is like the general of the rebellion. She wore white. She has short hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Before Leia, for General Organa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I said general, somebody is about to straight up correct me. I'm sure, yeah. Here's the thing. It's like, I still, like, how do we get back to the First Order? So the first, do you want to know where the First Order comes from? I mean, you don't know where the first order comes from. I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Oh, it's in Lost Stars. What is that? It's a book. Okay, that's not a a a, a visual property. <laughs> no, but basically, I mean, and it's it's brief, but basically, my understanding is the remnants of the Empire was large enough and. You know, destroying Death Star number two didn't kill enough people, essentially. And so from that rose the First Order to resist. Kind of a sort of a rebellion to the New Republic. 
Because the New Republic's still bad, right? Like, still yeah. government. Still. Still. Different worlds, different beliefs. I mean, I, I'm curious to see how we come up against that, right? Because he, he's... Fennec Shan made a point to be like, if they're going to kill the Huts, you have to ask permission. And I'm very curious to see whose permission he has to get. Yeah. The the big old Wookiee bounty hunter. No, I don't think that's it. No, I think they're going to face off. I'm jazzed for I that. Mean, they're definitely going to face off, right? Yeah. Uh, But like, I, you know, maybe he knows Palpatine's alive. Who, Boba? Yeah. Ooh. Maybe Fennec Shan knows. Maybe, Maybe we find out that Palpatine was pulling the strings the whole time. Ooh. Well, he that is literally what Star Wars is about. Maybe we're about to find out how he was pulling the strings the whole time. That's oh. <laughs> what I was trying to say. Like, We're about to see I, some of the strings be pulled. So, like, Darth Vader was... was Palpatine's right-hand man, right? And yeah. then Boba, I would be curious to know how involved Boba Fett was. Because he shows up in some pretty big scenes, right? Valuable like clouds, enough to be to be murdered. I mean, he's knocked off of a speeder into a Sarlacc pit. I don't know if he's Is that how it murdered. happened? Yeah, so... I thought he was thrown in. No, so, uh, like, Han gets hold of, like, an antenna and... I think Lando or Chewie is like Boba Fett, and then Han goes Boba Fett, Boba Fett, where? And then he turns around and hits him, and then he falls into a Sarlacc pit. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Good job, Han. And Han is blind at the time. He says it's hilarious. You should go watch Return of the Jedi. It's hilarious the way uh, Harrison Ford, who like was told what Boba Fett was that day, right? Like, right. It's your first time ever saying these words. Yeah. <laughs> he just keeps Kinda saying like Boba how Fett. Billy D. Williams calls him Han. Yeah, right. Like they didn't. Not a lot of continuity going. Not a lot of not a lot of communication to your actors here. Right. They didn't even explain that in Solo, if I recall correctly. They don't have a moment where Han shows up and he's like, "Hi, my name's Han," and Bill and and, and Donald Glover be like, "What you, you mean, mean like Han? Han? Yeah, you mean Han, right? You're talking about Han Solo. Han Solo. Check out uh, my Hond of cards. Check out my <laughs> <laughs> what if Harrison Ford shows up? Uh I think it's unlikely. Yeah, but what if he does? I mean Harrison like, Ford. Because we're gonna because we're talking about we're talking about the spice mines of Kessel, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. Who knows I, I about think, the Kessel run better than Harrison Ford? Well, better than Han Solo. Yeah, I mean there's literally a Han Solo actor who knows the Kessel run better than Harrison Ford. <laughs> I mean, that's true. But he he did it on screen. <laughs> like, he did it on screen for sure. But he is not old enough. No. Um, although that didn't stop them from putting Luke in the Mandalorian. Spoilers for Mando season two finale. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, I'll tell you one thing that does make me sad. If Harrison Ford's in the show, he's a money guy. He'd do it. If they called Harrison Ford and were like, "Hey, you want to do this show? You want to be Han Solo like, again?" And he would be like. Who's Han Solo? And they're like, I, we'll give you $50 million. And he's like, yeah, what do I say? I think they'd be much more likely to de-age Harrison Ford than they would be to age up Alden Ehrenreich. Alden Ehrenreich, that's his name. Ugh. Although, who knows? I would love to get Alden Ehrenreich back in Star Wars. Uh, me too. I, I thought know, he was a I great mean, Han Solo. 
I know I'm in the minority there, but I think you got to do at least two movies for it to count, except I, for all of the Rogue One cast. Yeah, well, they're all dead. Right. They'd have to be like Rogue Zero. Ro- uh, this Here's is what the more, Rogue One's people were doing. I mean, they're doing more, a Cassie Andor show. More Jyn Erso content. Yeah, well, Jyn Erso's dead as hell. I know, she got blowed up by the Death Star. Yeah, but they are doing, they are doing a, a Cassie Andor show. Yeah, I'm jazzed about that. More oh. K2SO, give it to me, baby. Yeah, it's going to be sick, probably. That's the one I think I have the, well, the Ahsoka show is the one I have the least confidence in, but that's the other one I have the least confidence in. Ahsoka show has such high expectations, there's no yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's going to be real annoying about it. You know, the thing is, uh, Rosario Dawson, some people don't like her. What was the lady's name that played Cara Dune? Um, Gianna something. Gianna something. Gina Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Doesn't it suck that she's a bad person? Yeah. God, that was such a cool character. And they were just like, yeah, Gina Carano's not in The Mandalorian anymore. We're not addressing it. She's just out of the show now. She's out of the show, but Rodora Dawson in in um i think the rosario i mean obviously side with the with the uh victim always i just still Uh, didn't find ahsoka tano that compelling even in that episode oh i thought she was pretty freaking cool in that episode i would Uh, rather see a show about the uh what's the other mandalorian's name boba fett no no bo-katan Bo-Katan. I'd much rather see a Bo-Katan show if we're going to pull Dave Filoni characters full-time into the thing. Yeah. You would like... I think you would like Rebels decently enough. I don't think I would. I really, really hate the animation style with every fiber of my being. (laughs) What's an animation style you like, Ethan? Lots of them. Pixar. Yeah, I like that Pixar stuff, too. That's good. Like good. Uh, recent Disney's been pretty good. The animation style is. I wish Star Wars wouldn't have done that. I wish they would have picked yeah. literally anything else. Yeah, I mean, uh, you take you take a big swing, and sometimes you big miss. And for me, that was a big miss. Who about like Resistance? Have you seen any of the stuff from that show? Now that is like a proper children's show, but I thought the animation style was very cool. Uh, is it not exactly the same as Clone Wars? No, it's completely different. Ah. Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, let me let me just pull up some some stills. I like um I like Golden Age Nickelodeon pretty well. This image isn't going to do it justice, but it it gives you kind of an idea. Although I don't know if I can share it in Zoom. So, we'll just we'll find out. I'm just going to Google I've never watched this show. Full disclosure, because what, from what I hear, it is, it is like, it's like Blue's Clues, right? Where oh, it's like, this how- looks like the like, this is like WB TV show. It's like the yeah. Jackie Chan show. Kinda, yeah. No, thank you. I'd rather have Clone Wars. Really? Yeah. This falls under that two anime, but not anime. Like either B. Dragon Ball Z and admit it or don't. 
Well, this has got a little bit more 3D texturing than Dragon Ball Z does. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's anime, but not anime. Did you watch Visions? Did you like any of those? Like, what? what is Visions? The Star Wars anime show. I don't watch any non-live-action Star Wars content. I've never watched any non-live-action Star Wars content except the Clone Wars movie. That was so bad. It was so bad. Come on, Snips. Oh, my God. With, like, Barf the Hut. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So I, I, I'm not interfaced with any of that. I didn't watch What If either. Oh, yeah. Resistance looks like What If. Yeah. I didn't watch What If. No, me neither. I watched the first episode, and I was like, nah, it's all right. And that was the thing, is I didn't, it, even unlike Clone Wars, I didn't hear a single person being like, man, What If? Loved that. Everybody was like, yeah, it was kind of a weird thing to go to after these two live action shows back to back. Now we're going back to the live action shows, baby. At some point, eventually, maybe, allegedly, we're going to have anywhere between one and four thousand shows this year. It's a lot of shows. It's a lot to get through. It's a lot of shows and zero of them have dates. Yeah. Just sort of vaguely. We've got a look at Miss Marvel. Do we like a trailer? Like a like a teaser trailer teaser. Huh. You should read those comics. Those are good. Let me tell you what I don't have the time for: comic books. Like six issues? Yeah, you do. You got it. I I, I simply do not. Do you have an iPad? There are so many things I would rather spend my time doing. See, this is why I, to- I had this conversation with you earlier. I said, you know, if you and me got a weekend, just just the boys. Just I the would rather spend that time playing video games than reading Miss Marvel comic books. I think we would end up doing something ambitious, though. That's the problem. We wouldn't read Miss Marvel or play video games. Yeah, but like, if you, I'm not talking about a boys' weekend together. I'm talking about like if you give me three unadulterated hours i'm gonna like play a video game or listen to a book or i don't know play with my dog or work on some music or do something yeah something like read the first six issues miss marvel no i don't think so there's a lot of comics i'd rather read honestly it is it's overwhelming like i get an email pretty regularly from comiXology which is like a Netflix for comics. They've got like yeah. some Marvel stuff, some DC, some DC stuff. I don't, I don't ever open the app. I really don't know what they have. Uh, but I'm on their mailing list, and it's daunting, dude. Like every week, there's like a lot of new stuff. Yeah, yeah. What am I it's to like do with it's this? like trying to read the newspaper. Yeah, but the newspaper at least it, like if you miss a day, you're good. Right? The yeah, news you are. is back the next day. <laughs> <laughs> if you miss a day, honestly, it's self-care. Um, you know, you know what I, yeah. I here's the thing. And here here really is I think why I was able to grasp onto the reading challenge so easily last year is it is exclusively content that we will not cover or review on this show. Right? So like yes. I'm watching Yellowstone right now. Like we're not going to cover Yellowstone on Bacon. Yellow. You don't want to cover Yellowstone? 
it's just not going to happen, right? We're not going to set 39 episodes aside before the next time Yellowstone comes out to cover Kevin Costner saying fuck a lot and Welcome shooting people. To, Welcome back to Yellowstone and eggs. I'm John Dutton. I'm a rancher in Montana. And if you're not with me, Jamie, you're against me. I bet that's a reference to the show. And then, and then, like, and then John's son, Casey, is just like, I'm going to kill somebody. And John's like, Casey, don't kill somebody. And Casey's like, I'm going to kill somebody. And then he kills somebody. And John's like, all right, I guess I'll have to murder the sheriff. I bet these are all references to this show I've never watched. But, like, it is exclusively content that, like, we're not going to cover. And that makes it appealing to me. Because then it doesn't feel like work in any way. Like, even even this episode of The Book of Boba Fett, I was definitely like, I gotta watch this. It's like, I gotta watch this for school, right? Like, I'm not complaining about doing the podcast at at all. But the content that we have to consume for the podcast definitely feels like I I have to enjoy it less a little bit. Like, it doesn't feel, like, relaxing. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. It's like I've been so I've been rewatching those Potter movies on Blu-rays that were purchased prior to 2019, and uh, good for you. Yeah, thank you. You look happy and healthy. Yeah, and I know for a damn fact that you're watching them on HBO Max. You liar. (laughs) But I own the Blu-rays purchased prior to 2019. (laughs) So do Uh, I. We bought them on the same day. Yeah. Uh. And uh, what's so relaxing about watching them? Is that I can just put them on and leave the room. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I can There's, go to the bathroom and it right. comes back and I know exactly what has happened. Right. No pressure. And and I don't have to like, even if we were to do them again for the show, I would feel like I have to sit down and look at them. And, and watch them. Yeah. I'll tell you this much though. Like I am currently re-listening to Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss. Yeah. And I've got about four hours left in it. And I already really want to read it again are you going to like right after no and there's a sequel yeah I mean, uh, you know, you, uh, I'm John Dutton you're gonna read them all in a row um, all two of them yeah I'm gonna read all two of them in a row yeah I bet if I started right now I would finish right around when the doors of stone or whatever comes out there should be an announcement soon. Patrick Rothfuss has made an announcement that he's going to make an announcement. Look at him go. Look go at him go. Little rock star. No, I think the next time I read them, though, I'm going to like read them, read them on paper. Uh huh. And start like circling stuff, taking notes. Yeah. What if um, Pat's just not that good of an author and the third one comes out and it's like, I, I had nothing, guys. That's why it took so long. No, I. Because, like, you, you, when you. Here's the thing, the difference between, like, because I would say these people are honestly um, similar when it comes to their, their foreshadowing capabilities. Like, the the author that wrote Harry Potter is pretty good at foreshadowing and stuff, right? When you, when it comes around to book six and the and you know about the Vanishing Cabinet and you go back and listen to book two and the Vanishing Cabinet gets broken, you're like, ah, you sly devil. Mm-hmm. But then, you know... Uh, you you finish the end of Name of the Wind and you go back and listen to it a second time and you're like, I, this stuff was so obvious. What else are you hiding from me? <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. I still never read the second one. That's a that's a big old book. Although I've read longer books, so like I don't know what I'm so afraid of. Yeah, I think it's because I, I don't afraid of either. I don't remember anything from the first one. We discussed this last week, so maybe I need to revisit that bad boy. I mean, you definitely. I wouldn't just pick up the wise man's fear after a cult. year off. Yeah, after a year off from the name of the wind. Yeah, maybe I'll reread that. It's on my list. I'm working my way through the uh, the Way of Kings right now. That's a 45 hour audio book. That's true. So maybe after that. My goal this year is longer books. I'm less interested in in total number, and and more kind of interested in like page count. If I was going to quantify it. Yeah. Uh, last year I read a lot of books that were like 120 pages, and they're great. I really got into novellas. Yeah. Uh, but now I really want to get into sort of epic and high fantasy. Fair enough. Well, we just reviewed an episode of not very epic and not very high space fantasy. Yeah. This has been the Book of Boba Fett, episode two, uh, Bacon and Eggs review. Um, we will be back on Thursday with our review of Don't Look Up, the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio and, uh, Jennifer, Lawrence. and Jennifer Lawrence and Timothy Chalamet. And Meryl Streep. Sure. Hill. I don't know who else is in it beyond those three. I've seen the one clip where ah. Timothy Chalamet is like, I fucking love fingerling potatoes. Ah. Well, yeah, we'll see you then. Otherwise, bye. bye.